This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Hello and welcome to Quality Time, the Kale Koala Entertainment Podcast. I'm Skylar Sokol. I'm Anthony Nicklosi. Apparently, I follow the guy who does the um, Arthur Morgan voice. I can't remember the actor's name. I'm so sorry. He's a fucking phenomenal voice actor. Okay, I followed him on Instagram, and he is—he's just his normal voice is sick. It's like God. Anyway, that that was your attempt at imitating him. No, it wasn't. But at the end, I, I don't kind think it was very good. Like, <laughs> uh, maybe you're, or maybe you've just drank uh, too much of a specific substance that we will be talking about on the podcast today. That substance being juice, some juice. Some juice. <laughs> We're talking about juiciness today. One of our boy, our best friend. I was about to say boyfriend. I don't know if you would accept <laughs> if we 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 moved to that level yeah, of he's, relationship. He's getting more not okay with us with every episode. <laughs> Um, so ju- we're talking about the lens of juiciness, a term Anthony actually uses a lot, but I think this is a little different from how you frequently use the term. So you want to give us a rundown? Or at least, yeah, at least even just refreshing myself on this lens from our good friend, Jesse shell. Um, it's yeah. He points out some things that I don't usually have in mind when I think of juiciness. So yes. Anyway, ju- juiciness described by Jesse Shell is he talks about it more in the context of interfaces. Now, interfaces, first of all, does not necessarily strictly mean user interfaces like menus or something like that. Uh, In fact, the example he gives in the book is how the Swiffer is a more fun interface to the act of sweeping than, you know, traditional brooms are. Right. Um, And he breaks it down. I won't necessarily get into the sweeping example, but he points out a couple of uh, a few things that he thinks contribute to what he calls a juicy interface. And one of the biggest things that he does point out in the Swiffer um, example is this: the notion of uh, second order motion. Okay, what's that? Tell me what that is. Second order motion is motion. Sorry, motion that is derived from the action of the player. So when a system shows a lot of second-order motion that the player can easily control and that gives the player a lot of power and rewards, we say that's a juicy system. So first, before we get too far away from that, the example – fine, I guess I will say the Swiffer example just because it's here. The the example he gives of the second-order motion of the Swiffer is that – you are holding the so it's uh, how the head of the broom most, moves, right? The fact that the head of, can yes. swivel, unlike a normal. You broom. rotate your wrist against the stick, but then the head of the broom is like on a swivel right. that rotates in relation to that. That's right. second order motion. Okay, um, that makes sense. I am trying to think of an example. Well, finish of, our our explanation, and we'll get to some games that have these examples. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So we say it's just like a. Just a little bit of interaction that gives you a continuous flow of reward is uh-huh. what he classifies as juicy about second order motion. Okay. Um, and so in, in addition to just second order motion, the notion that an interface that provides continuous feedback for a player's actions 
um, are very satisfying, very juicy mm-hmm. in this regard. Um, and that these system, these juicy interfaces often reward the players in more ways than one. Okay. So these are the sort of highlights he points out of a juicy yeah. interface. Yeah, so like when you when you beat the level, you don't just get a screen that says congratulations. You get like a visual war reward. You get like an audio sound. You get like yeah, yeah. yeah, Your computer explodes, and like (laughs) that's the it's the it's the dream, the the trifecta. Um, Now, when he when he's describing something, I like kind of want to add to this. I've recently been reading this book, The Design of Everyday Things, by Don Norman. Don Norman's like the godfather of UX, right? And he talks about how like a system with good UX has good discoverability. So meaning at any given time, you can understand what you can do, like what's possible with this system. The system subsequently tells you what is happening when you're acting upon it. And uh, there's another fucking one. Well, I'm, I'm forgetting one of the three things. But like... I think it has a lot of overlap here with the juiciness because if you don't have, yes, is it fa- is second order motion satisfying? Sure, but if the first the the way to interface with the system is not intuitive or clunky or something like that, which is generally what I think about when I think juiciness, then you can't even get to the satisfaction. Yeah, sounds like Jesse Shell thinks you're motion. wrong, but that's okay. Or he, <laughs> I'm just or kidding. Just like I'm just kidding. Talking about it, yeah, it's um, like. A, a pre- prerequisite to juiciness, you know? So one thing that comes to my mind relating to this, that's like, was the first thing I thought of thinking of juiciness is the existence of haptic feedback and just how prevalent like that evolution of that has become in games. You know, we've mm. gone from like rumble packs on the N64 where you like literally bought a peripheral that just gave you a little bit of vibrating uh, like feedback, right? Because right. in a way... I think haptic feedback is sort of second order motiony, right? Because you you are the player's actions is directly triggering like some form of feedback slash interaction, right? Yeah, but like in an indirect ish way. So I think it's just interesting because we now have like haptic triggers on PlayStation Five controllers, and we have the Switch controller that has like a billion vibration points so you can like pretend it's a box and feel how many marbles are in it. And so like, I mean, one of the big selling points of the PS five controller is the new form of, uh, that's what I said. Yeah. The haptic triggers. Yeah. Oh, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. The variable resistance triggers. Yes. I I think it's, it's just, it's interesting because it seems like these things are very popular with people. So it, because they keep getting sold. I'm very curious what you think about it. I wanted to know, thinking about it, what I do you think about disable vibration keep? on everything? Okay. I fucking hate vibration. I thought, I, that's what I thought. So I, I, was, I, wanted, I was curious. So you don't find vibration or haptic feedback like that juicy. Uh, the main thing no. I was thinking of is the old cell phones where when you press the button or when you press the touchscreen buttons, I guess current cell phones do this too. It vibrates like a tiny bit every time you press a button. Mm, I turn that shit I off. I fucking hate yeah. that. So I like vibration yeah. games. Like vi- I have vibration on Rocket League and all my games, and I like that. But the shit on the phone, I hate. So I don't know what that is. But you know, on my phone, I mean, 
I, I use vibration on my phone mostly for the auditorial. It's not a full on sound. It's oh, just it's a just, little bit of a sound. Just it, so for the subtle noise it makes and not for and the actual feel. I by default operate on do not disturb. So I don't get any sounds on my phone except from like favorite contacts. So unless like my wife's calling me or messaging me, my phone doesn't make sound. Right. I I have control over when I initiate interacting with that right, damn right, interface. Right. So yeah. So why don't you why do you turn off vibrating and everything? Why yeah, does that not was, bring you more joy? I was thinking joy? about it. I feel like there's two reasons why in the games I play um, I turn off vibration. One is that the vibration does not match my mental model of the experience. So okay. like when I'm shooting the gun, the way it vibrates doesn't feel like how I am conceptualizing right. You the want gun it shooting. to like shoot the gun the controller out of your hand from the recoil. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's like I'm looking for more intense. It's like if I'm shooting the Halo battle rifle, uh-huh. I like it's vibrating like chun, 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 three times. Sure, because it's a triple shot, whatever. But I feel like and this is like maybe just me being stupid, but it's like I, I feel like the vibration needs to move around the edge of the controller and then back in. And then if I'm shooting the Spartan laser, the vibration needs to come through the middle and shoot forward, you know? So it's it's actually like not detailed enough is the reason you don't like it. It's just like fucking buzzing in my hand. You know, it's like, I'm just like, it's like, I don't give a fuck about like, you know, it's not adding. The other thing is that in that regard, um, it's just a distraction. Like not only is it not matching the experience, but it's like, pulling some amount of resources towards like being getting vibrated, you know, like my hands are like having to deal with the sensory input and I'm not worried about that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'll say to think of a game I included. in. I think it's, I think what about in like, so you're saying it's like distracting and I guess maybe it's distracting enough that even in a single player game, it would bother you. But I find it to like add some immersion to single player experiences for sure. But Grant, I'm like a very immersed person when I play video games, whereas I feel like that's not necessarily your modus operandi for games. So <laughs> no, definitely not. Right. Um, I, I, I swear there is a game. I thought that I use this. I use vibration in, but it's not. I hate vibration. Okay. On, so like what controller. kind of what kind of juicy like second order oh, motion wait, just, or feedback mechanisms? I want to ask you. That's oh. interesting. You maybe like it because you don't get vibration on keyboard and mouse. Right. Right. That's true. There's no haptic feedback on my keyboard and mouse. Although I do set up my keyboard lights to blink every time I press a key. So. Hmm. Hmm. So maybe that's a similar thing, but uh, I also get distracted by that and have disabled that. Yeah. So I don't know. I. Maybe it's the rhythm gamer in me, but uh, but for me, the 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 vibration is, is fun. Like I like like in Outer Wilds where my controller vibrates when I like run my ship into a wall or or stuff like that, I guess. Um, hmm. yeah. yeah, so much of the I, I don't know, talking to some people about this, I haven't talked too much. I feel like a lot of the character and texture and you know whatever that's coming through vibration of the ex, ex, the texture and character from the experience that's coming through vibration i get through audio like sure well, like if if you have vibration and your audio sucks like that it well, does sure. i don't know i i, I 
if I run against the wall, I need to hear like, right. like kind of a sound. And I guess for me, that plus the feeling of the vibration yeah. is just adding to it. Um, okay. I need to know what you do find juicy then. If, if haptic feedback doesn't do it for you, what does do it for you? Well, so I was thinking of like the, I was thinking of the, I, the games I play that feel juicy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That feel rewarding to play. Uh, it, it, he makes the connection to the toy lens that we've mm-hmm. talked about before. And I think there is a strong correlation there for me as well, where the games that are most satisfying just to control are often, often stick well with me. The ones that come to mind are like rocket league, right? Yeah, I think rocket league is a great ones. example, right? You move the controller and you get this direct, amazing motion of the car that feels very in line with like what you're doing from the controller. Yeah. I, I, and I feel like drifting and air rolling in particular feel like really juicy to me. Yeah. I'll just jump in the air and I'll just like air roll before right. I hit the ground. It's just, just fun it, to like, do. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely that second order motion shit coming into play here, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, and like I, like I said, I feel like those mechanics in particular, because like you're just driving and you're just redirecting the car. Cool. Whatever. But when you drift, there's this aspect of like what the car is doing isn't exactly, you know, there's a there's an a bit of a second order motion to drifting and air rolling yeah. in comparison. And there's something fun about that. Like, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like some of the other games that are really juicy, uh, very rewarding, satisfying to play. Actually, Halo Infinite, the pistol in particular, really struck me as juicy. Like the gun itself has like bloom. It's a sidekick, like a handgun, like side. Right. What's it called? You know what side I'm talking arm. about? Like sidearm. Fuck. Yeah. But um, the way you shoot it, it's like pop, 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 pop. and the, the reload's like like it's very, very satisfying to huh. shoot and move around with. It was was for me. Yeah. Another one. Doom. Doom's like super super juicy for me as well that was extremely just felt so fluid to move around the like the dashing if i is like something that's coming to my mind specifically like feels so the the feedback of like you hit the dash and you get this like sound and the motion is very like almost jerky but not in like a a like hard to like experience way i think really felt juicy yeah it just really feels like you are directly in control of this like very satisfying piece of motion so if i'm trying to think from that perspective jesse says that juicy interfaces provide like multiple uh lanes of like rewards yeah you know and uh, from a perspective of feedback you said right there you said sound there's a satisfying sound that plays. Yep. There's the the, like the motion. Yeah, the visual effect is 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 satisfying, and then the I don't know, just like the thrill of kind of quickly moving through space. There. Yeah. I don't know. No, totally. That makes sense. Um, Try to think of like what about what about in less actiony genres of games? Where do we find juice in those games? You know. <laughs> There are games. Hey. Um, oh, God. You, you, you know what? 
You know, yes, because I know I have the damn games in my head. You know who has the best juicy interfaces? Just in general. It's not even user interfaces, but like sometimes it's like menus in the game. It's just like moving through dialogue screens. It's Nintendo, man. Yeah. I love Nintendo's interfaces, whether it's, you know, you need to... It's like a little maybe resource manager in uh, Animal Crossing where you're just like fucking putting items somewhere. It's just like like the sounds are good. You know what? I don't turn off vibration in Nintendo games. Interesting. I just realized because it feels good. You know, like I think it I wonder if there's a correlation between the fact that it's like when I am when I am in the game and I'm trying to like drag something, a menu I don't know. Try to make an inventory decision in uh, in Animal Crossing, for example, because I was fucking around in there the other day when my wife was playing. the The feedback is consistent with the sound and everything like that, right? Like, yeah the 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 inventory slots are rounded squares. They're not squares. They're rounded squares, right. and the sound that happens like like there's a like a hollowness to it like a roundness to the sound Uh (laughs) and then the the vibration is just like a like a little dot of vibration and so like they kind of like work together to make the what it feels i don't know matches my mental model it's like i was saying before yeah i think that's my main issue is like it just and maybe it's also because it's more subtle i don't know i don't know but I, (laughs) i do leave nintendo interfaces I think Nintendo has the best interfaces, best juicy interfaces. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'm also thinking like of in like Mario Odyssey or 3D Mario games or or Zelda too. I think Nintendo does a really good job of tying the like your player influence with like the animation and sound that occurs with the character. Like just thinking about Mario, like when you hold down the crouch button, even just like holding down the crouch button, he makes like a little noise and the animation Mm -hmm. is like really, it it just all feels so natural. The like Mm -hmm. translation of your interaction with the game to what happens to the character uh, from an animation, a sound and just like a visual experience perspective. I feel like a lot of their stuff, is like second order animation. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, like, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have an example you were going to give? I, you know, you just like, they. I'm thinking of Smash. I was just watching them play Smash where you have King K. Rule. He has a cape and he stands up and the cape just like moves with them and like fluidly as he rolls around his crown moves and shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's sounds to all of that stuff. It's I, I don't know. You were saying that about... Mario and I was just imagining when he does those, it's not, I don't know. It's not just like there's a, there's a, there's interp- interpolation between the stances. That's just like really satisfying in those games, right. you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And the sound works between it. There's a difference between the sound of like, I'm starting a crouch and my jeans are all the way crunched, you know, like that they somehow like get just, it's just a teeny baby thing, but it's, it makes such a big deal from a like qual- over holistic quality perspective yeah no it opinion. makes it more juicy and i think that this juiciness has like a really direct correlation to how polished a game feels too it does for me at least you know yeah. because it just like means it's gonna feel more smooth now relating to second order motion one game that came to my mind is the indie game everything 
um, which actually Eduardo did sound for. That's a game. Yeah, where you like, yeah, our boy, check out that podcast. He, um, in that game, you like control single like things sometimes, but you also control like large groups of things that other times. And I think like that action of like just controlling a large group of stuff with like one motion is also like very juicy when you get the opportunity to like, feel like you have this like influence over the movement of this, like, of something much bigger than you normally would just with yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like when you oh, you can like hit a button and roll around, roll a bunch of elk around a field and it's just like very satisfying. They just keep adding more elk and you're like, what the fuck? How I'm like moving this whole like pack of elk together just by like hitting the left, moving the stick to the left. And I feel like that's just like really juicy too. Yes. I actually think some mobile games do a pretty good job of juiciness yeah i mean the touch screen Uh, gives you a really good opportunity to right yeah there's something yeah there's something primal about just touching something and making things happen um and when that when uh, like Brittany right now is playing this like match three game that like watch like it's satisfying to like put your finger down on a nike on something and like it gets bigger when you do and right. then you slide it over and there's like this magic yeah, it's like dust <laughs> that comes across yeah, yeah. as you drag. Yep. And then when you when you complete all of them, there's like a really satisfying like, you know, like yes. no, <laughs> totally. So you're totally right. You just do that. And then you cleared a space and there's this really satisfying like filling in. You know, there's I don't know. There's a satisfaction of just like there's a shape. And you just like made space in it and then it got filled in, even though it's like worse for you in the game. It's satisfying that like a square got full. Sure. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And I then you're, you're just- right. Mobile games are like the king of juice. They like they yeah. have to be because they're so simple. Right. And it's the juiciness that keeps people coming back. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm thinking of like my favorite. Have you ever played Muffin Night? I don't think so. Oh, you should fucking play Muffin Night on games. It's one of my favorites. Um, like that one is satisfying i think so the way that game works it's actually kind of a cool cool idea like i said i like muffin knight you're you start as a knight that shoots arrows i think i'm no he that's the archer so you have a sword and you can chop bad guys so you're like running around it's 2d and you are jumping between platforms whatever muffins spawn on the level and when you eat a muffin your character randomly transforms into another one Okay. So you were a knight and then you transform into an archer and the archer attacks differently. He shoots arrows. Right. Right. And then you get, you eat another muffin and you turn into this unicorn that poops rainbows okay. uh-huh. and the rainbows are mines. Right. So for example. And, um, it's a satisfaction. Again, it's like relating to polish, like you said, but all of those characters have like a unique, um, juiciness quality to them like the ju the satisfaction of the knight and his sounds and his animations are different than why the unicorn that poops is juicy <laughs> yeah you know you're reminding me a lot of sayonara wild hearts and i think i feel the same way about that game because there's so many different like vehicles and modes of movement that you have in that game and they all just feel slightly different they all have their own like feel to them that makes that whole game just feel so juicy and varied right um, so you were, we're talking about touchscreen, but I think there's like an obvious extrapolation here to, you know, one of the most popular consoles of all time, the Nintendo Wii, uh, like 
is that that's like the ultimate well that and maybe vr is like the next level of juiciness right even though the wii didn't always work that great just the fact that your motion so directly influenced the motion of the game i think is one of the reasons that that console was so unbelievably popular mm-hmm. yep is yeah that i juiciness? uh i <laughs> I actually, you know what? I don't do it obviously anymore for the Switch, but back in the day when the Wii was around, I would elect to play Super Smash with the nunchucks really? and stick. Yes. Because it's satisfying. Because you can like, you know, like instead of just fucking like this. You could like move her and get a little motion with it. With like her. I could punch like legit, you know, like punch <laughs> and I'm pressing A. Right. Um, I guess that I don't think right. You couldn't. That didn't actually. Could you use those control the motion controls in Smash? I don't no, think so. in, in it like just arms buttons. you can though. But <laughs> right, yeah, it was just buttons. But that yeah. So that's not this is that's not really a good example of this. There's no. It, but it from a mental model perspective, it was more juicy and satisfying to me because it was like I was actually punching. You know, yeah. when <laughs> yeah. tapping A. No, totally. I get it. You were creating your own second order motion in a way. <laughs> um, cool. I anyway. No, I think I as as long as you're good with it, I think that's a good little discussion on some juiciness. And we got a really juicy patron question, so I think it's good if we move over cool. there. I just want to again plug. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but like Eduardo. Um, Oh, I'm thinking of Natalie Asport. She's she's ho- hopefully going to come on the podcast one day. But they just uh, they picked up Book of Lenses. Oh, really? We're talking about yes. Eduardo did too. And I told them like he just did. He just tweeted it. I was like, oh, hey, that's awesome. That's great. Um, check this book out if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't read Jesse Shell's um, game design. Game design a book, a book of, lenses. of lenses. Yeah, it's so good. It's like one of our favorite books. Yeah. Um, whether you're getting into game dev or apparently if you've been in game dev, every time I read it, I like fall in love again. With every time we do a podcast dev. on a lens and we like look back at a lens, it, like every single one is so useful and yeah. it's like so easy to just like forget that one. And then you're like, oh yeah. And then that you like think differently about the next thing you try and design. Maybe 2022 is the year where Jesse comes on the podcast. That would be amazing. That's the dream. That's the dream guest. Um, All right. So it's from our boy Evco Music. Um, He says. Who is he? Yeah, right. Well, you ready for this question? Because this is not trivial. What impact do you want Agora to have? Do you want people to be inspired, to tell a good story, to display a technical feat, uh, funny joke. Or what would you like to achieve? Yeah, you know, personally, none of those. <laughs> <laughs> personally, um, I like, uh, and I, I think not necessarily because I don't think those things are worth pursuing. I just don't think we have the resources to execute that. Um, not necessarily only from like we don't have technical artists or whatever. I'm sure. You see indie devs who are like um, just 
so much i don't i don't think necessarily we're the kinds of brains that are going to come up with something so ridiculously insanely out of this world you've never seen it uniquely creative from an artistic standpoint that makes you rethink existential you know boundaries or something at least not Uh, for our first game not for our for well that's what i mean like for us to do that like we think we've talked about that but like to execute the vision we have along those lines, we need more resources. Right. You know? um, so uh, I would say what I hope the the goal for Agora is, is when you play it, as you play it, especially as you play it, you're like, you, I hope you get goosebumps a couple of times, at least through the course of the game, and that you come away with it being like, that was fucking fun. The, you know? the, we hope to take the visceral fulfillment that Anthony clearly feels when he plays video games and expresses through his loud uh, vocal tidings during the streams and give that experience to any common common person in the world. Yeah, I want I I want per- people to feel like oh yo surprise like oh that was fun. that was exciting whatever little uh, little bits and pieces of excitement yeah. Like that too. I mean, a range. I think, like you said, different people are going to experience it different ways. Like to a certain extent, some people might be like the whole time, like "fuck, I love this." But anyway, yes. No, I agree. I, I'm on the same line as that. I do. The story thing is interesting to me, though, because from the very beginning of our development of Agora, I've always been very tied to the idea that I wanted to have at least some sort of narrative, and it and it is going to have some sort of narrative. And to me, like, I really do want that to be compelling and maybe not like that. The narrative of the first game is earth shattering, but that it gives you this like tinge of like, what is this universe? What yeah. is this world I'm, I'm diving into and want to like know more about it and experience more of that world so that you'll be like excited if more when more Agora games are coming to like actually see how the the arc goes, not just the like play more of the gameplay, which is the visceral fun thing. Yeah, uh, I guess the way I thought about this question is like choose the thing you most want people, whatever, but like totally on the same page about the narrative. I am actually really excited about the opportunity to get to attempt to execute the narrative we're talking about. I hope we can do it in the way that uh um is fun uh, I, I mean that is 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 satisfying and really delivers on like what we're intending to to c- communicate through it yes very excited i hope you love the music i hope you like our audio sounds but uh, yeah definitely the main thing is like i hope that you have some really exciting gameplay moments yeah you know? i i would say it's it i a lot of our inspiration comes from like the toy of rocket league and how fun that is to play. And we hope to create something that gives like that kind of fun experience where you just want to be there messing around, not even necessarily doing what you're supposed to do just because it's fun to do it. Like what Anthony Ooh. was doing during our dev meeting today in my <laughs> new level rather than playing the level. <laughs> I mean, but Hey, I loved it. You did. I had fun the whole yeah. time. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's going to definitely be, and I mean, for the people who are listening, Agora has multiple ways of playing it. Like you don't have to just be mindless monkey like me. Um, yeah, it's true. There's, there's methodical ways of playing Agora, uh, as well. 
There's going to yeah. be, you know, speed. Ru- There's going to be challenges in place. Yeah. Trust me. Anthony fucks around. I just beat the levels fast and we both have a lot of fun. <laughs> um, now, I heard uh, 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 a rumor, Uh-oh. a rumor that there is, although the same path, a new way for people to find us. Can you there, tell us what that is? There is. If you are listening to this, you have got to go to KOKoalaEntertainment.com. You may have been and there before. Only, you may have been there before and been not, like, yes. what the hell is this? You may thing? have seen it before. You may have said, like, when did they make this a website? Is it? First of all, shout out to Hugh, the Hugo website that Skylar spun up. It costs us like fucking 30 cents a month. Six, six, and, six cents Okay, six a cents a month. And it it did its main job of providing links to other platforms. But holy schmoly, we have taken the the, the website. I, I don't know. We I, I envision in the future a more like common interface towards KO Koala goodness. I think website is the most obvious way of doing that right now like discord is cool we please come join the discord we do giveaways all the time we have a research idol game and all that kind of stuff but of course in the future as these things evolve as our resources increase and multiply um i'd love if you like you could for example play the idol game you don't need to be in the discord to play the idol game you know um Anyway, long story short, go to the website because we just gave it a serious update. It it looks serious, serious, serious. If you need, if you want to have, if you want information on how to play our Discord game, how to when we do giveaways, we have this cool new events calendar that shows you when all our giveaways are happening, when podcast guests are coming on. Oh my god, it's super cool. You you want to know how Agora info. That's there. You want the latest Agora info, including the latest Agora development status, links to things that happened this August, this past August regarding the ARG we launched in the Discord. If you want to find ways to support our studio through merch or Patreon, shout out to our patrons. All of this info you can find on our fantastic new website. Get all the deets right there. Enjoy. I hope you love it. And please let us know if there's, um, yeah, if you have any issues or there's something more you'd like to see on there. All right. Kale Koala Entertainment.com. Because there's some like Chinese, um, no, not Chinese, Canadian, Canadian. company that has Kale Koala. It's yeah. really annoying. When do we have enough money? We'll buy it. <laughs> All right. Thank you know you that ever- Halo oh. still hasn't bought Halo.com? Really? Yeah, because it's like some fucking like mug maker. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway. I'm going to it now. What the hell? That's you see it? They're like a corporate promotion brand now. Yeah. <laughs> they probably the game happened and they're like, you want this domain? <laughs> they're like, fuck you. We're gonna 50 make you million bucks. bucks. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't like double down and put the word halo on everything they make. <laughs> they should. Um all right. Oh shit. Well, our our thing crashed. No, it's okay. fine. It's fine. It's good now. It's good now. Uh I fixed it. I said, oh, no, look, our video is not working. Uh, There we go. I fixed it now for real. (laughs) I think it's because I minimized it. Oh, Uh, that was my bad. Uh, So in exciting news, the arcade I go to has now added a second U-beat machine. So I'm going to go kick some people's asses. Do it. 
All right. Talk to everyone later. Thanks for listening. Anthony, you you need to not wear that fucking creepy thing. It keeps coming off. Stop wearing it. It's so creepy.